It's the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Sean Del Grand. And we've got over 800 brand new Mazdas with outstanding incentives, like low monthly lease payments and low APR financing. Yep, it's just a great time to buy. So don't miss the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Financing on approval of credit. You're listening to the Sharks Audio Network. Now, here's your host, Ted Ramey. The 2021-2022 season for the San Jose Sharks came to an end on April 29th with a 3-0 loss to the Seattle Kraken. The Sharks finished 6th in the Pacific Division, 12th in the West, and missed the playoffs for a third consecutive season for the first time in franchise history. Overall, it was a disrupted season, be it due to COVID, injury, or general manager Doug Wilson taking a leave of absence due to health reasons and eventually stepping down from his post after nearly two decades at the helm. While the Sharks addressed their need for consistency in their goaltenders and overall defense, the offense struggled, consistently failing to produce. Young players took strides, but were not ready to be consistent contributors. In this first segment, we look at the season from the top down. Part one, the 30,000 foot view. Um, I think as a whole, uh, there were ups and downs. I thought we played good hockey for long stretches. Um, you know, that, the losing streak that we, we hit near the end, a lot of one goal losses. Um, just seemed like in games we were, we were really close. We just couldn't get that, that next goal that won us a game, you know, whether it was in regulation or in overtime. Um, but I thought we competed for majority of the season really, really hard. Um, felt like we played good against good teams, against the better teams. We played some really good games. Um, but at the end of the day, it's unfortunate that, uh, that it ends today. That was Captain Logan Couture, who had a better season this year than he did in the abbreviated 2021 season. Couture was often tasked with a revolving door of players on his line, but was a consistent performer on both ends of the ice. As captain, he was also tasked with repairing what was reported to be a troubled dressing room in the season prior. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, 100% guys guys enjoyed coming to the rink and playing with each other. Um, you know, it's tough when a season ends and, and guys are, are tight, um, you know, because there's changes in this league and you're never going to be with the same team twice, whether it's a smaller or a big change. So that's unfortunate, but reality of this business, um, yeah, the, the room was, was very good this year. With that situation addressed, the Sharks were a team that always enjoyed playing with each other and fought for each other, even if there were too many losses for the captain's liking. Now, the team ends one of the most interesting off-seasons in franchise history. Interim general manager Joe Will, who had been the acting general manager since late November, shared his thoughts on the season that was. Um, we fell short, um, you know, of making the playoffs. That's always going to be the first thing that, that I look at uh, because that's our goal. Um, you know, I felt towards the all-star break or so, we were in that. We were very close. We are over 500, uh, I think, by five games. Uh, we had that that kind of promising trip, uh, some real hard play out in the southeast, and uh, and we fell a little bit short after that. Uh, weren't able to really sustain that type of uh, record and, and, and results uh, then. I think that, that was really our turning point as far as, as the timing of the season. 
Um, I felt culturally, I think we made some strides with the club. I feel that we, uh, you know, our work ethic was there uh, for the majority of the season. Uh, I can't complain about that. Um, and I think, you know, that we were able to put over 450 uh, rookie games uh, into the league this year, that, that that was a plus. And so those are the, the pluses. Uh, you know, what we're going to do now is look and, and see it's, it's more of, you know, instead of saying negatives, it's more of just some areas that we fall short, that we have to, we have to really uh, rise them up to, to where we can be, you know, start off by being a, like a 95-point team, uh, you know, get in the mix to, to be back in the playoffs, and then after that level, just, you know, move up to the championship level. Head coach Bob Bugner was often dealing with injuries to key players in addition to COVID absences, as well as a slew of young and inexperienced players. Never one to shy from being honest, Bugner gave his assessment. Well, I think uh, any coach in my position, you, you sort of you take inventory of, of um, you know, all the uh, the strong moments, the weak moments. You try and analyze. You do a little bit of a, um, you know, a study on your own team. And as, a, as the offseason goes, we'll dive even deeper into that. But, uh, you know, obviously the, the tough part it was some of the injuries that we dealt with, um, you know, and, and we still came out and had a great start to the season. I thought that uh, coming out of camp, um, I like the way training camp went. I like the way the start of our season went. Even going into the break, we've talked about we were, um, you know, five games or f- something like that over 500. And I thought that we were in a good spot. We ran into, you know, some some injuries um, second half and it, it really hurt us. And not just, um, you know, not just uh, guys being uh, banged up and, and nicked up. It was, you know, surgeries as Mario and obviously Carly, um, you know, Magna, guys like that that had major injuries we had to deal with. And I think that hurt us. And, and uh um, but there's a lot of things that improved as the, as the season went on, um, you know, some were very, uh, apparent and other things are sort of the underlying things that I'm studying right now and looking at what's, uh, you know, some of the strengths that we had. The obvious issue was scoring. The Sharks finished 30th out of 32 teams in goals scored with 211 on the season. Yeah, absolutely. I think if you look, I think, uh, um, limiting chances and defensively, um, you know, I think we're 15th in the league of limiting chances, uh, inner slot slot chances. Um, if you look at, uh, you know, our analytics, we're a good team in the neutral zone. Um, we, we, um, deny a lot of entries, controlled entries. Um, you know, we're a shot blocking team. I think we're second in the league and blocking shots. Um, when we did have leads, I think we were 20 and four leading after two, uh, a period, a second period. I think there's only two other teams in the league that, that have that record. Um, you know, so there are, those are some good things and it shows you that, you know, we're in a lot of games. Um, you know, we had 23, 23 games, I believe, where we uh, had to pull our goalie and, they, and, uh, you know, trying to find that one goal that we need. Um, you know, so that skews the numbers a little bit, but I think, um, yeah, your, your answer to your question is we're about 40 goals short of being a, a playoff team. Um, if you just look at in the league, uh, um, you know, I think the last team that got into the playoffs uh, with the least amount of offense, I believe, was Dallas. And I think we're about behind them. So, um, you know, and it, it, you don't want to keep bringing up the name, but obviously, you, you know, going into the season, um, you know, losing your, your leading uh, goal scorer or, or point, you know, offensive player. Um, you know, that, that hurt us. And I think, uh, um, you know, everybody knows the story and the reasons and all those things, but at the end of the day, yeah, I mean, uh, um, I'd like Tommy's line with, with Timo and Barbie. I thought Cooch's line, um, you know, Cooch had a lot of guys coming in. It was a bit of a revolving door on that, uh, on that line with, you know, a Rudy or a Gregor, um, or a Dalene uh, at the end of the year was Benino and Eats. I mean, um, you know, to get some, uh, um, 
some, uh, you know, to steady that line out, I think is the key moving forward. Brent Burns, part of the leadership core of the Sharks, continued to eat up minutes at obscene levels while maintaining his Ironman streak. Obviously frustrated at missing the playoffs yet again, he expounded upon what he saw. Well, I think it's tough. I think when you don't make the playoffs, it's it's obviously not good enough. So, you know, I think I think at the at the start of the year, everybody's goal is to get there. That's uh, that's no secret. I, I don't think you ever really go into a season not expecting it and, and wanting it. So when it doesn't happen, it's it's a disappointment. I think that's I, I think everybody in, is is in that uh, position. It's it's a tough feeling when you you're doing these now and. Uh, you know, I, I think there's a lot. There's a lot of other stuff that goes into it. I, I mean, it's a long build-up. It's a lot of preparation. It's a lot of different things that happen during the year, and that kind of make you feel different ways. But at the end of the day, it's it's the disappointment. It's it's uh, not good enough. So yeah. Mario Ferraro was another key player that lost time this year due to injury, but overall had an impactful season and continued to show strides in his game. Additionally, he was named an alternate captain in just year three of his NHL career, meaning his words of assessment have more gravity than they did prior. He was asked where things went wrong. You know, I thought we were in it for, uh, for a good amount of time there. Um, I think even approaching All-Star break, we were doing pretty well. We were dealing with a little bit of uh, injuries just before then, um, but uh, I thought we had you know, a solid... Pretty good start to the year. Um, solid last couple of stretches of, of games there before the All-Star break, where we showed a lot of uh, promising uh, games against you know good teams. Obviously, that Washington, Tampa, Florida, we were in all those games um, dealing with a lot. Um, and then we kind of we kind of hit a uh, hit a bad stretch of games there. I think after um, the All-Star break. Uh, which affected our, our position in the standings a little bit. Um, but that's just, you know, those are things that, you know, that just goes to show you an 82-game season takes 82 games um, to, to be as, as detailed as possible. And um, I think that, you know, we've had, we definitely dealt with some things this year, uh, a lot of adversity. Uh, it's nothing that, that, you know, we can't make an excuse over it because other teams deal with the same kind of thing. But um, if we can... You know, maintain that over a, a longer period, a uh, longer course of the season, the full 82 games. I think we give ourselves an even better chance. Um, it's where we kind of just fell short. Um, but overall, there were there were some good good things to take out of it. So, um, yeah, just a couple couple areas of the year. Injuries took their toll. Aiden Hill and James Reimer dealing with injury. Eric Carlson going down and needing forearm surgery. Mario Ferraro suffering a lower fibula fracture that required surgery, Kevin LeBanc losing most of the season to a shoulder injury that also required surgery, and the list goes on. Joe Will talked about the influence this had on the team while they had to plug the holes with youth. Yeah, it's not that we had unrealistic expectations. It, it, it was realistic. It, a lot of things would have had to have happened right. You know, like we would have had to not have injuries. We would have had to, to you know, have everybody kind of at their peak and then and it go through. I mean, it, there is a there's a tad of luck in this game with, with that as well. And and we didn't. You know, we had, we had injuries and, uh, you know, that affected our depth. 
depth and, and showed that, that, you know, if we were a little bit deeper in certain areas, it would have uh, uh, maybe got us over the hump at, at some of those times. But, uh, you know, in, instead it kind of held us back a little bit, kept us a little bit short. Eric Carlson going down to injury was one of the key turning points of the season as he had been playing very good hockey up to that point. He also missed the end of the season with more minor injuries. Like Burns, he expressed frustration with the results regardless of what impacted their place in the standings. It's been uh, so-so. I think, you know, it's been mediocre at best. Uh, I don't think it's been, uh, you know, horrible, but I don't think it's been, uh, you know, nearly as good as, as, you know, we expect from ourselves. Uh, So it's been a challenging and a tough year, but, um, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, it's the start of a process and and hopefully we can come back next year with, uh, uh, you know, a little bit of... uh, Anyways, I hope that, uh, you know, it was a, it was a building block. Uh, I think, uh, you know, as I said, it was a tough year for everyone. Uh, it's not where we want to be. Uh, you know, as, as I said, I don't think it's, it's, it's uh, you know, terrible at any means. But at the same time, uh, you know, we don't want to stand here right now and, and uh, answer these questions. One of the biggest bright spots of the year was Timo Meyer finding his game and looking exactly like the game-changing power forward that everyone knew he was capable of being, as he posted career highs in goals with 35, assists with 41, and points 76, in addition to being named an All-Star for the first time. He spoke about what the difference was between this season and the year prior. Just not wasting energy on, on, on stuff that you can't control. I think, uh, yeah, I tried to give everything uh, the years before too, but you know sometimes uh, you just you make mistakes. It's it's a learning process, and you try to get better and learn from what you've done wrong in the past. So I think this year I did a better job in that. Just kind of put my energy towards my effort on the ice and helping the team win uh, win games and and trying to be the best player I can be for the team. Um, but yeah, like I said, I still have to learn uh, plenty of stuff, and uh, yeah, it's going to be good to do that and, and, and come in next year with more experience and more energy to you know, help winning. Another huge step in a positive direction was much improved play from the Sharks' goalies. James Reimer in particular, as much as you can say Timo Meyer was this year's team MVP, you can make a big argument for Reimer as well. He was a steadying presence on and off the ice all year long and played some of the best hockey of his career. Yeah, honestly, I mean, I've had, I've had you know, good seasons and bad seasons um, throughout my career. Um, but I feel like this one was probably, um, probably the best um, and probably for sure the most consistent um, season I've had, I think, in my career. Um, you know, and I think that's... Kudos to to the the people that um, you know I try and surround myself with you know from my trainers to goalie coaches to you know my agent to you know, obviously family my wife you know I think um, you know everyone um, you have so many people that support me and and um, you know have have so much good input in my in my life and my and my career and, and push me to be my best and so um, you know for me it's. The goal is always to, to get better, you know, it doesn't matter if you're 34 or 23 or, or whatnot, it's, it's the goal is to, to, is to get better and, and so, you know, going into next year or going into the summer, I mean, that's, that's, my, uh, that's my goal is to, to get better and, and uh, try and be even more of an asset uh, for this team next year. Of course, the Sharks currently have three goalies on their roster with Aiden Hill and Capo Kakinen in addition to Reimer. 
but there are three goalies because of injury to both Hill and Reimer. That led to changes and inconsistency, which was a team-wide issue. Joe Will. It, it, uh, I think when we, when every team has injuries, every team had COVID this year. Um, so I think you do have to change your lines around and, and you have to adjust to it. So uh, part of it is, is part of life. You have, to, you have to adjust the best teams do. Um, you know, I, I remember some Pittsburgh teams that were, were just, they had, they had, you know, seven, eight injuries and, and they still kind of kept plugging away this, the way they did. They had, you know, kind of interchangeable pieces that came in and played and, and that's, that's our goal. You know, we, we want to get to that point with our depth to, uh, uh, just be able to, to take, uh, uh, and when guys get injured, uh, plug somebody else in and don't lose much. And as far as you know, the production of the line or the consistency, so uh, that's our that's our goal to do it. But right now, again, just addressing depth and getting the experience for some of the younger players and and externally uh, filling some needs and and maybe just even addressing how we play. It, it really is a compilation of of all those areas. And this is where talk of the season almost turns circular. The consensus is that no one wants to make excuses, but the realities of injuries, youthful inexperience, a lack of scoring depth, all just too much for the Sharks to handle. I don't know, it looks like the, almost the bye week, you know, the, the night because we get the longest and from when we come back, we, we just couldn't win. And, and I, you know, you know, we don't score goal, goals enough. You know, I think we almost last team in our top top last teams in HN scoring goals for and and you know we got good you know really good PK you know power play was up and down but we just didn't bury our chances you know and you can't win when we didn't score goals I think it was way too many games it was like zero or just one goal and you know we we have to get better you know it's not and it's everybody not just veteran young guys everybody to step it up and and everybody has to work on that because you know we we made some I think we missed a lot of goals this year. One question that was posed to Joe Will was if the opposition had figured out the Sharks, which might have led to their downturn in performance. Will did not agree with that assessment. I, I don't know. I, I don't necessarily think it was the teams figured out. I, we did adjust throughout the year. We adjusted our system a couple of times. So we uh, we did we did make adjustments. I, I would say it was just more more injuries, depth hitting hitting the wall at times, and again the way we were playing uh, even played into that at times when when uh, our guys were playing so hard at, at times going into the All Star break, I just felt we hit that time they they had nothing left in the tank. I was so glad we had the break at that point. Um, so I, I think part of it was fatigue, part of it was injuries, uh, and that couples in with, you know, if you, if you have a little bit more depth, maybe you get over those things a little bit easier. So, so we, we definitely need to work on that. And the, like I said, the depth is coming. It's not just identifying the problem, but what's the solution. And that's uh, the depth is coming. We saw a lot of these players even just getting Bortolo in, knowing that, that you know, uh, Eklund's going to be back next year, knowing that some of these other young guys will be in and knowing that we'll probably go out and acquire a few players. So we expect the competition level to be higher and we expect the depth to be higher. The San Jose Sharks started out the season with four straight wins. Unfortunately, that would be their best and longest win streak of the season. But it should be pointed out that the year saw Eric Carlson, before his forearm injury, playing great hockey. Mark Edward Vlasic looked like his old self in the second half of the season. Thomas Bordalo showed that he could play at the NHL level. Timo Meyer, Tomas Hurdle, and Alexander Barabanov 
or a line that looks potent and ready to go for next year, with Barabanov having signed a new deal with the San Jose Sharks. Now that we've looked at the 30,000-foot view of the season that was, in our next segment, we will review the players, their seasons, and hear what they thought about their own game. You're listening to the Sharks Audio Network. This podcast can be found for download under Sharks Hockey Digest on iTunes, Google, and Spotify. And on demand anytime on the Sharks Plus SAP Center app presented by Western Digital. All music by Yogi Yend.